In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the blessed month of Baba. And it's a beautiful story that every time we hear, there's so many lessons we can learn from this story. The story of catching the fish after a long night of catching nothing. But at the word of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he asked Simon to launch into the deep and let down your net, and he just, he did so, and he, they caught so much fish to the point that their nets started to break. But the last verse, we listened to it, that they, when they got to the shore, they lit, they forsook all and followed him. And this is the first thing we want to learn today that our Lord Jesus Christ, the, the reason he used one of the boats to go a little bit from the shore into the sea to speak to the multitude because there were so many of them, a big crowd, a big crowd were following our Lord Jesus Christ. But how many people at the end forsook all and followed him? Only the three disciples that were with him or the 12 disciples that maybe they were also there. Only 12. So very few number, very few people. Yes, yeah, a big crowd, but what is the fruit? And we learned that this, our Lord Jesus Christ didn't care about the number. And us as servants, if we serve big classes, that's not a good sign. Because the, the, our Lord Jesus Christ, we have miracles that he fed more than 5,000 people. More than 5,000 men not including women and children. And number didn't actually seem to be the, a good result of a good service. Our Lord Jesus Christ didn't fall for that. But he always cared about the individual, about the person. Look at Zacchaeus, for example. Just one person who wanted to eagerly see our Lord Jesus Christ. But because of the crowd again, because of the crowd, he couldn't see our Lord Jesus. But our Lord Jesus Christ chose to enter the house of Zacchaeus. That one person. That one person. That one individual. Last week, again, the gospel was about the four friends who brought their sick friend. And they couldn't enter the, into the house from the door. And they lowered their friend from the ceiling. And he received healing plus forgiveness of sins. I'd rather say he received forgiveness of sins and healing to his body. But that was one person. But how about the, the multitude that they used to follow him? So many times he said, you follow me because you uh, ate and were fed or satisfied. Or, you, um, or you're amused with the miracles you see. What is the reason we follow? What is the reason we follow? So today, yes, um, big crowd following. And our Lord Jesus Christ, they pressed against him. So they, they, there's no more point to, he has to go into the water. So he used one of the boats because of the crowd. He used it as a pulpit. He used it as a stage in the water. But we see only very few people. So this will teach us something. 
If you are a servant, and I'm, I'm sure everyone sitting here is a servant, is a servant, a husband serving his house, his wife and children, a wife serving the husband and children, children serving their parents and themselves also. So everyone at a smaller scale, you're a servant. Don't wait to become famous servant. Uh, if you have the talent to speak and that's considered service, this is meaningless. Serve at your level. Serve one person. Serve just one person. And that's what we learn from our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't care about the number, but he cared only for 12 people, 12 disciples. And with 12 disciples, they went out throughout the whole world and preached Christ and brought people to the fold. So we need to appreciate or, or uh, uh, just take it as very important for us to serve just one person. If you're here for, to serve one person, this is a great service. Also, as today, we may look at this as a great miracle of the catch. Catching, yes, after a long night of uh, catching nothing. So I, I assume if I work out the whole night trying to catch something and finally catch, big catch, I would keep it. Actually, it would keep me distracted. Will keep me. The catch will keep us distracted. But the point here of the miracle, not the catch as much as the forsaking, as much as letting go. And we need to learn that to let go. Let go. Because if you try to just embrace whatever you do full heartedly, this will take you away from your goal, from our Lord Jesus Christ, from heaven, from eternal life. So we thank God if, if we pray for a big catch and he doesn't grant us that big catch, it's for a reason. Because we are easily distracted. Anything can distract us. Anything can distract us. And he wants us to be focused, only looking up to him and to heaven. So uh, lesson number two is to learn today. We need to learn to let go. And not to ask God for more distractions. We ask Him for a bigger job, uh, more money, a bigger house, bigger uh, everything bigger, bigger, bigger size. But that's more distractions we ask for. So, the greatness of any disciples that is measured how much you let go. Look at Saint Anthony. He's a great saint. Why? He was rich, but that doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything that he was rich in the past. It's because he let go. He had 300 acres of very good fertile land, and he just gave that up, and he gave to the poor, and he followed Christ. So if you want to become a true disciples, and that's what's the requirement, if, you want to, if anyone wants to become my, a disciple, let him sell what he has, give to the poor, come and carry the cross and come and follow me. Giving, selling, that's if you want to become a disciple. But if you just want to become a follower among one of the crowd, okay, 
You'll be amused, you'll be entertained, you'll be fed, but not, you cannot be called a disciple. A disciple requirement is to let go. As our Lord Jesus Christ said in Matthew 19, 21, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have, give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Also, we noticed our Lord Jesus Christ respects your, your um, possessions. If, if uh, uh, He used this boat from St. Peter and he, wants some, he wanted to repay him. He wanted to do something for him because he used up this boat. Although Peter was not using the boat, but again, he used one of his possessions, one of his boats. But in the end, our Lord Jesus Christ he wanted to repay him, and he told him, go launch into the deep and let down your nets. That means what? We need to be obedient also. Obedient. One time, one uh, of the youth asked me, uh, we're talking about humility, and, and, and if anyone asked him, he said, if this person asked me to do something, and I say, no, please let somebody else I told him, yes, you can you just refrain from doing it the first time. But out of obedience and humility, you have to do it if he asks you twice. But if you, persist, if you insist of not doing it, you're not humble, you're not obedient. And he said, what if somebody asked me to go and read uh, one of the readings? And I say, no, let uh, another deacon read it. Yes, do that just the first time. But don't be just, no, 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 no. I won't do it. No, I'm not worthy. Let somebody else. Then you're not humble. You're not obedient. We learned from Peter when he said, ask him, when our Lord Jesus asked him to go into the deep and launch, launch into the deep and let you down your nets. He said at once, Lord, we toiled the whole night and we caught nothing. That's it, one time. But at your word, I will go. Obedience, obedience. Obedience works in humility. Another time when our Lord Jesus Christ, him and St. Peter entering one of the cities and they, they collect like entrance fees or taxes. And our Lord Jesus Christ told him, just go into the water and the first fish you catch, open its mouth and you find the coins, pay for me and you. Okay. Obedience. So many blessings we don't reap because we are not obedient. We are so logical. Everything has to make sense to our minds. Catching fish, fish at this time doesn't make sense. But obedience will make sense. You'll catch if you're obedient. But once you start asking, around, asking questions that doesn't make sense, no way, can't happen, it's impossible. Okay, it's impossible. Yes, it is impossible. But there's nothing impossible for, for our God. Everything is possible. You receive it only with obedience and humility. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.